0: and welcome This is Dump on the Up, um, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. This is the B-Block.
1: Sam, are you pumped?
0: Yeah, I'm pumped.
1: <laughs> that music gets you pumped. I know. I am. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. <laughs>
0: Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight for the B Block, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it
1: going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. And just for, I'm sure a lot of you out there know what that music is all about. But for those of you that don't know, that's the theme song to the video game Skyrim, which came out in 2011 full See, disclosure okay I was, I was trying to count I'm yeah so on. 10 years ago it came out yeah. and i i only just started playing it like last week so yeah. i'm i'm late to the party but um i'm re- like really really into it so we're gonna do a little skyrim and joel's played it at least once through right um, or
0: more i uh, actually i only went one time through uh-huh. yeah i'm I, we'll talk about it i'm i'm weird at video games um, Let's give a uh, quick, some updates, you know, follow us on all your social media applications. This is the B-Block we talked about. Well, we got some baseball to talk about, I think, right? Maybe, ALDS, ALCS, is coming up. Uh, Dump on the Ump, follow us on Twitter, at Dump on the Ump, Facebook. We got a WordPress blog. We've got. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, and or Spotify. But this is a debark So, uh, Sam, I want to know about Skyrim, though. So I'm always in work, right? I think I've told you that before. Always in an work, and I played all the way through Skyrim. But then when I got to the main boss at the end, I wasn't powerful enough to kill it because I didn't do enough side quests. Right. <clears throat> So so, my advice to you, if you haven't gone through the game yet, you've got to do the side quests, because you got to power up enough to be able to beat the main boss at the end. Because I'm right. bad, I'm so bad at video Like, not bad, like I suck at video games, which is also pretty much, excuse me, pretty much true. But I'm bad because I don't follow, like I lose interest in video games really easily. And so it's hard for me to like commit the time especially to a role-playing
1: game like Skyrim. Uh. Right. I Oh, yeah. So I, going back, I had played, I, so somebody, and this is this is going way back, probably to like 2012, uh-huh. somebody, or 2010 maybe, somebody gave me, no, one of my roommates bought an Xbox 360. Right, <clears throat> I, I played on friend of the show, Sean. Oh, nice. Um, and he had bought an Xbox 360 and then somebody, my boss at the time, gave me a bunch of games for it because they had kids, and couldn't play video games anymore. And one of them was this game, Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Right. right. And so that, I've had this system and the, all these games for 10 years, probably. And I never really played it until COVID when there was nothing to do. Right. So I kind of pulled everything out I started playing this game Oblivion, which is the prequel or it's the it's the game that comes before Skyrim in the series. Um, but it's not as good, is it? Like, isn't Skyrim way better than Oblivion? Well, that's what, I mean, I think that that's generally accepted. Uh-huh. Skyrim's definitely better, like, graphics wise and, like, gameplay wise mm-hmm. but i, I f- like ob- oblivion is much even broader i feel like than like it's harder I, there's more stuff like i feel like they consolidated some things in skyrim because they were like that was we that was too much we did too much in that last game um and people like it better. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but all these games, there's like these crazy plots. And then there's all these side quests that have their own plots. Right. Uh, and monsters and treasures and all that. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Essentially. The, ga- the video game. Love it. Yeah. So, um, you're a lizard man, though. I'm a lizard man. Named Lizardo. Named Lizardo, yeah. Because I'm creative. That's, yeah, you are creative. Sam texted
0: me in the middle of the afternoon. I'm a lizard man named Lizardo. And no,
1: my first text was I'm playing Skyrim.
0: No, and no, no. My- <laughs> no, you did not text me, I'm playing Skyrim. Or maybe on Monday night you texted me that and then Tuesday afternoon. Oh no, you're right. You read right. <laughs> because I read the second text first. You read the second text first, yeah. yeah. And so I had no context for this text that said I'm a lizard man named Lizardo. So I just thought Sam was high as fuck. Right. Believing that he was a lizard man. But I
1: was in fact a lizard man (laughs) named Lizardo.
0: Which would be cool. (laughs) It would be cool. But no, he was playing a video game. Now I told you about
1: this. Have you picked sides in the Civil War yet? That I think happened Without me realizing it. Oh, kind yeah. of. I that's think that's the first thing you do, right? Pretty early in the game, yeah. I think it's like you, I think you're like, the game starts and you're about to be executed and then this dragon kills everybody. And then there's two people who are trying to help you and one of them's a empire guy and one of them is a revolutionary. And I think that's how.
0: You can change that decision later.
1: You can. Yeah, you're not. Uh, Anyway, I was, I picked the, I didn't realize what was happening. It was the first thing that you kind of did. And I picked the, the, the empire guy, which I probably wouldn't have done. I probably, even though you advised me to do that, I probably would have gone in the other direction.
0: Yeah. I like the empire because I'm always like, crush the, crush the rebels kind of. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, the empire has cool
1: like Roman legionnaire looks to them, and the rebels. Right.
0: Yeah,
1: i one of my quests that I have decided or like haven't gotten to yet is join the legion. Yeah. 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 So I didn't. I haven't done that yet.
0: So that's really fun. And then you texted me that you were just killing lots of dragons. Did you finally right. like, like you level up to the point where now you can actually kill a dragon? And it's really yeah.
1: Well, I think, I think that because I played Oblivion like right before getting into playing Skyrim that I'm actually really good at Skyrim. I'm pretty gotcha. sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, because I've found that like there are all these dragons flying around everywhere and I didn't realize that I thought that they just came down and killed you. You know what I mean? If you got too close to them. Because they do. But I didn't realize that you could also kill them. Like I thought it had to be like a quest related thing to kill these dragons, but you can just kill them. <laughs> and the way that you do it is you like piss them all. You like shoot them with an arrow and then you just got to like run into a town and then the dragon gets distracted because then everybody will attack the dragon yeah. and then the dragon will be distracted and you can just walk up behind it and like chop it with your ax until it dies. Oh, clever. Yeah, so, and you know the dragon destroys all and kills all the villagers and everything too, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it's a fun, <clears throat> it's a fun game.
0: Um, one thing I read though, because when it came out, it really revolutionized like open world building. But right. Reading something, I think the entire continent that you're on is like scale wise the size of like Central Park. What do you mean? Like, if if your character is the size of you as a human being, your mm-hmm. entire map that you get to explore for hours and hours and
1: hours is like the size of Star. Oh, it's just Central Park.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is pretty big.
0: Yeah, what? Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And you keep going back to the same hot dog vendor to like sell all of your loot to. <laughs> That's what we should do. On a video game central bunk right you're like oh I found all these acorns and someone's like I don't want to buy those (laughs) anyway
0: yeah and then you have to get a job as a hot dog vendor as a
1: hot dog vendor that's like how you win the game
0: (laughs) yeah have you been doing blacksmithing that's kind of the boring part of the game
1: uh, I've done a little blacksmithing. Yeah. Those, all those weird side things. It's like that's good to. Um, that's a good way to. What's the word? Rise, raise your levels faster. Yeah, level up. Yeah. But so, like in Oblivion, there's no like blacksmithing, but you know, like your weapons and armor deteriorate. And you have to repair it. <clears throat> also. In Skyrim, it's so much easier to get gold. Yeah. You have so much gold. In Oblivion, it's like really hard to get gold until like you reach a certain level.
0: I figured out that players didn't like that.
1: Right. I kind of liked it though. Made it really hard.
0: Yeah. Um I wanted like the speaking of video games from the early 2010s, there's this game called
1: Fable 2
0: for Xbox. Mm -hmm. have you played that?
1: No, I don't know about it.
0: I loved that game. I was so into that game. I mean, it's the same concept, except it's a little. It, it's like it's not as grim of an. Right.
1: Oh yeah, that's the
0: Skyrim's very grim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fable is uh, looks more cartoony, but the plot is fucked up. Um, right. Yeah, but it's it's fun because. Also, you can have sex in favor.
1: I don't yeah. think
0: you have sex in Skyrim. Yeah, you can have sex with the other characters in favor. Uh, which, you know, is a plus. Right. And But that game is real big on, like, you need to get a job as a blacksmith because you're broke. Right. So you can actually spend a lot of time being like, oh, damn, I got to go
1: back to work. Right. Um, yeah. That's kind of like like mobile games now. There's a lot of that. You gotta, it takes, takes three hours to build a house or whatever. And I'm sure someone
0: has written a very intelligent piece on how we've gotten tricked into go play, paying money to play games that's
1: just go to a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all part of the capitalist Yeah. Life. Yeah, like
0: I'm scrolling on Twitter, I'm scrolling on Facebook, and it's like, become a pie baker. Right. <laughs> like, sim, sim Pie Maker or Minecraft Pie Maker. Right. I'm, farmer, like, well, farmers, yeah, also, whatever.
1: I'm like, I don't want to be a farmer. That's hard. Right. <laughs> if I wanted to be a farmer, I would have been a farmer. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: No, and then we're spending hours, and then they get you to, like, the, the web games are the worst, because you get stuck, and then the only way to move on is to pay them. Pay, $29. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I try to avoid those. Although, I don't know if you've seen this. I have become a little bit obsessed with just the ads for this new Star Trek game. Uh, that is popping up on Facebook and Twitter. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Say that again. In Star Trek
0: games? Yeah, there's a the Star Trek like freemium game where you, you whatever you pay to go to your Star Trek job so you can do-
1: <laughs> You're an accountant on the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> you have to count the coins as they slowly scroll past on your screen. <laughs> Yep. Uh, sure. Right.
0: But but the ads. So I haven't played the game obviously. But the ads are starring the guys from Star Trek The Next Generation. Right. So it's got LeVar Burton. Uh-huh. Got Brent Spiner, who's data. And it's got um what's his name? Jonathan Rakes, the guy who plays um Commander Riker. I have no idea. The second in command. Like it doesn't have Jean-Luc Picard, but it's got it's yeah, got because who could afford him? Exactly. But like, I'm like, but who
1: can afford these three guys? They could afford uh- him. <laughs> like LeVar Burton's not cheap. LeVar Burton, what is he like? What is LeVar Burton doing these days? He was about to be the Jeopardy host. I don't think he was about to. I think that was like a Twitter. He was, that was like a Twitter uh, campaign. One of the guest hosts for Jeffrey. Let me put it that way. Right? I, I
0: okay. think would have to pay Reval Burton a, a, quite a bit of money for him to be in your 32nd online Star Trek commercial. Right. Yeah. How much do you think? $500? Uh, I would say
1: $500,000.
0: Yeah, Right. How much money do you think Levar Boatin makes in a year?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can find out though.
0: Yeah. Like how? Like every time somebody streams Roots, right? He's got to make zero point five cents, or something like that.
1: He's got all that leading rainbow money. He's His got- net worth is six million dollars. That's pretty good. I would have said more than that. He's worth six million dollars. huh? Five seven. You might be able to. You might be able to turn him. Yeah. Oh, he's short. He's a short. He's a fellow five seven. seven. It's not that short. Jose two is five seven. Yeah, he's pretty short then.
0: Yeah, I didn't know
1: that. But you got the
0: reading money. You got the Star Trek: The Next Generation money, and you got the Roots money.
1: And then would. But I feel like there's not much reading Rainbow Money anymore. You don't think so? From like. They're not like replaying that show. I don't think. I wonder. It's not streaming anywhere. I bet you it's streaming somewhere. Look that up. I'm looking it up right now. Now I know. All I'm saying is, I mean, he doesn't. If he's worth six million, he doesn't need any. Mm In or but maybe he does. Maybe like that's all. Maybe it's all in property. It's got to pay property tax somehow. Sure. sure. So, these doing these
0: Facebook and Twitter ads for a Star Trek freemium game. Right. Yeah. Interesting. You didn't watch TV growing up as a kid, right? Not really. Not really. Because that PBS lineup. That reading rainbow was a part of along with Sesame. Yeah,
1: Sesame Street reading rainbow, and then there's the count countdown or yeah, uh, three two one contact. Three two one contact. Yeah, Number one was a, a, the math
0: was the three two one contact was like science, and then right. and Square One was math, and then as I got older into the nineties, we had Bill Nye Science Guy. And wishbone show up right, like I think I passed my age <clears throat> to the wishbone. Nice, yeah. Um, and then Mr. Rogers, but I never liked Mr. Rogers. Did you ever watch that PBS lineup as a kid?
1: Yeah, but not. I wouldn't say regularly. Okay, yeah. I did
0: like that. Was I'd get home from school, I'd go to my mom's. Uh, shop that she owned, and I'd go upstairs and eat hot dogs and watch
1: like the PBS afternoon lineup. Nice. You'd be like, "Oh, I hate school," and then just go watch like re- re- learning television shows. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, learning television shows is the shit. That's what it's at. I learned about like
1: Jane Eyre because of that. <laughs> Didn't they find out that kids weren't actually learning anything from those shows, though? Mm. Uh, I don't know, probably. And that's like why Blues Clues, like Blues Clues, they just showed one episode a week and they showed it every single day for a week because, like, Sesame Street, it was like a new episode every day. Right. Blues... And kids don't learn that way, essentially. Right.
0: But Blue's Clues was also aimed at a younger demographic than even Sesame Street. Like Clues right. like, is like pre-kindergarten, three or four years old. If you're three or four, you're not going to get much out of Sesame Street. Like Nick Jr., all those Nick Jr. shows are like aimed at little, little kids. Hmm. Uh, Sesame Street should really be like five to seven, I would guess. I don't know. I believe you, but but like Sesame Street teaching, it's teaching because you already kind of have to be able to read in order to get Sesame Street. They are teaching some phonetics, but if you can't read by the time you watch Sesame Street, I don't think you're going to get much out of it, except for the
1: SEL stuff. Uh, And the show was produced for three to five-year-olds. Which show? Sesame Street. Three
0: to five,
1: huh? Yeah. What about Blues Clues? Does it say what Blues Clues?
0: Because Blues Clues was very like, look at the dog,
1: follow the dog, and the whole Right. Story. I think that's what they found. That's how kids learned. Yeah. The kids just got dumb. <laughs> no, I think also three to five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. I think that people got better at teaching kids. Is what it was. Probably, yes. like you were probably just like you were watching Sesame Street as like a ten-year-old, and you were like, "This is I know all this stuff." <laughs>
0: well, I was. Yes, that's true. Like
1: Ola, Linda.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it easy. But what about those other shows? Because, like Bill Nye the Science Guy, had to be aimed at middle school or high elementary.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And, and um, Wishbone. I don't like have a have enough of a frame framework because, like, we would watch we would like get to watch TV sometimes if something important was going on that you know, an adult had to deal with that they couldn't deal with us. Right. But, you know, dealing with us was often like go play outside. You know, it wasn't like wasn't that hard.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, definitely. So it was irregular, I would say. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. I do have fun memories of that, though. That was that was cool.
1: Right, considerably less dark than Skyrim, though. So.
0: Well, that's what I was just thinking is that Skyrim could also make a good PBS afternoon
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> PBS after dark.
0: <laughs> so when I got older, when I was like high school and older, they moved, we had an old bunny ears TV that got uh-huh. two channels, PBS and NBC. Right. And we moved that TV into my bedroom. So I, that was when I got my own TV in my bedroom. But, until so this is 99, 2000, right? But that TV only got two channels. Right. NBC. I would watch it all the time. And PBS, after dark, was Monty Python. Ah. Uh. So I like would sit there from probably like 10 p.m. to midnight every Friday night watching old Monty Python episodes on PBS, which is like, that
1: shows the best.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, and, you know, still, I probably understood like half of the
1: kids. right? Like, you don't even need to understand the jokes all the characters are just so ridiculous
0: exactly and they're talking about like
1: violence in Northern Ireland or something like
0: that <laughs> so this guy's it's hilarious
1: and like John Cleese hates the Germans so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, but I think that was probably like PBS is great and that, you know, formed my sense of humor as a high schooler, which was great. Right. There's also this really terrible show on right after Monday
1: Python. That was called the Red Green Show. Yeah, that, Red Green Show. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, that's where Jeff Foxworthy came. From. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, it's, it's like the precursor to. I didn't like that show. I
0: didn't. I didn't get that show. I'd watch it because it was on after Monday Python.
1: Right. You're Like, what are these crazy accents that these people are speaking in? <laughs> yeah, limit
0: your child's media consumption if you can, generally. or like at least make it good, like, cue it. That's what I would say, like,
1: pick good media for your right. Life my nephews love blues clues people love blues clues no not blues clues sorry paw patrol oh do they? people yeah. love paw
0: patrol i've heard like uh, too, many too many cops in that show many cops teaching you the word yeah. cops yeah 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 firefighters were better than cops but really cops They're right. all right
1: They should make the cop dog just like real, like really aggressive and mean, you know, and the other dogs have to be like, whoa, bluey or whatever they call them.
0: They should just have the cop dog actually running a meth and sex drug trafficking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The cop dog is just always trying to sell the other dogs date rape drugs. Yes that would be a different show entirely joe
0: that's why why i guess that's not Muddy python you yeah
1: that's that's the tv show that they they need what else yeah god write a letter let's write a letter to the creators of paw patrol because you know those kids are going to grow up and they're you know everyone loves spongebob now yes yes like it's such a big thing it's like oh i just you know i'm like 30 years old and i love watching spongebob and it's like oh god dude like don't say that out loud but i feel terrible well no i don't feel terrible i I feel actually kind
0: of condescending about this but people always are posting spongebob memes and i'm like i don't get it and i'm not even (laughs) getting like that's fucking okay fine i'm whatever because I guess we are a little too old for SpongeBob, but it was on when we, you know, we were of that age.
1: I right. Never I never it.
0: watched it. I would watch it, and maybe we were a little too old for it, but it was a 80, It's a, it's a show for ADHD. It's like, oh my god, the show
1: is 80, it's Is what is, is it, like, it for kids though, or is it like The Simpsons? It's Nick. It's
0: for, is it like Ren and Stimpy? It, it's not. It's closer to Ren and Stimpy than The Simpsons. Right. It's not. Ren and
1: Stimpy is
0: like. Not as vulgar as Ren and Stimpy, but the whole idea is you can either watch it as a kid or if you're really high, it's fun. Mm. Right? It's trying to get both of those different
1: Okay. I thought it was a kid's cartoon. In. I
0: mean, but it's not, yes, it is a kid's cartoon, but it's got the whole double meaning. Gotcha. It. It's either a kid's cartoon or, so, it, and it's not as, like, Ren and Stimpy's fucked up,
1: right? Ren and Stimpy's really messed up. Yeah. I would not say that's a kid's cartoon. It's not a kid's cartoon, but yeah. kids watched it. Right.
0: SpongeBob is not fucked up in the way that Ren and Stimpy. But it's nonsense, and it's like its aesthetic is the same of the like
1: hey 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 right. What about Avatar: The Last Airbender?
0: That's just good.
1: That's just good. <laughs> okay. I, that was not what I was expecting to get from you, but all right. So good. You know how old? It's like a American anime, right? Or is yeah. it just anime?
0: It's American anime. It's an American uh. produced cartoon that, well, I think it's anime in Korea, but it, it's purposefully, it's an American cartoon purposefully trying to look like anime.
1: Gotcha. And it's good, you say.
0: So fucking good. Yeah.
1: You know how old I
0: was when I watched? Uh, Avatar The Last Day of for the first time. 23. 31.
1: 31. <laughs> okay. So good. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then Korra, The Legend of Korra is also good, but not as good. Okay. Right. This is good. You haven't watched any of those. See, but and that's a funny thing because I never got into the Nick
1: shows. As a kid, I hated Doug. I think Doug right. A Doug, I was never that. I'm, I had a friend who was like I didn't get to watch TV. Still, when Doug was on, and I had a friend who I would sometimes go over to their house and we would get to watch TV. So I was like really pumped about it, you know. But he was so into Doug, and I was like, I don't get this show. <laughs> Doug is bad. Daria also. Daria you know, I mean, was. Yeah, but Dario is MTV. Dario is different. Oh, that was MTV. I also didn't get I didn't get that show. Oh yeah, see, I liked Dario.
0: They're different. Like Doug is not funny at all. There's nothing funny about Doug. Right. It's like a drama. It's it thinks it's funny. Okay. So like peanuts, like Charlie Brown cartoon scripts, right? Peanuts is funny. But when you read it, the the end of Peanuts with, like, Charles was just pretty much senile and writing a joke over and over again that wasn't even funny. That's Doug. Doug is less funny version of Charlie Brown. Right. Right? And early Charlie Brown's really good. It's actually fun to go back and be like, when you read, like, 60s and 70s Charlie Brown, it's pretty funny. Also,
1: Now baseball. Calvin and Hobbes is the best though. Calvin
0: and Hobbes is always the best. Number one. Go. Coaching. No questions asked. Nope, no. Nope. That what do you think about, yeah What do you think about Tintin? I never got into Tintin. Hmm. Um like that's early like you you actually have to be given Tintin, right? Because wasn't it written in the forties or fifties or something like that?
1: Yeah, it's in print still, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a couple of books have been taken out of circulation due to problematic racial depictions. Right.
0: Well, and if you ever read Crazy Cat, Crazy Cat's really good. No. That's the same, like, generation of cartoons. I wanted to say something about Nickelodeon before we got off of it, so, and now I forget what it was. Rugrats. Rugrats. I liked Rugrats. Rugrats. Yeah, good Rugrats good. was okay. Yeah. And again, I was older. I was a little. I too, was a little too old
1: for that. Yeah.
0: But Rugrats, I'd sit
1: down and be like, "Oh, okay, I get it. That's funny." My youngest brother loved Rugrats. Yeah. yeah. Like obsessed.
0: But good. Yeah, I think
1: Rugrats is good.
0: Duck I just. I don't. I people love duck, and I'm like, why? The show is terrible.
1: Yeah. We, yeah. We got to watch like not very much TV, but you know, so then you'd like watch one episode of something and then you'd be like, oh, I'm obsessed with this show. And then you like, we you've only seen one episode of it.
0: Do you ever do the thing where you watch a TV show like twice in three years and it happens to be the exact same episode?
1: Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> um, yeah, you do that with the Avengers all the time, though.
0: No, no, no. Like, you just happen to sit down and watch...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you, you're right. like, oh, it's that show, Doug, and I haven't watched Doug in five years. And then you watch for six minutes, and then you're like, hey, this is the same episode I saw five years ago, the last time I watched Doug. Right. That's it's probably some kind of cognitive trick. Um, God, we're probably being really boring right now, but I really want to keep talking about cartoons. <laughs> so Calvin and Hobbes, like everybody I know loves Calvin and Hobbes. And those uh comic strips from like what late 80s early 90s because it's Calvin and Hobbes
1: and then did you do Far Side? Um yeah Far Side I like Calvin and Hobbes uh Foxtrot do you know Fox, that one? good I never like went out to buy the books but I like right. uh that was probably it
0: yeah I get into like I get to they were older, but like Dunes,
1: Bowie, and Gloom um, County. Yeah, I never got into those. That um, there are like a couple books that were like kind of like uh, similar to Far Side, but it was the guy who made the Adams Family. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Huh, no, that's interesting. I
1: think that's what it was.
0: The so like single panel joke kind of things. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think Farmside is my number two after Calvin and Hobbes. But this is something that I think a lot about with the internet and media today, because it felt like we had this golden age of cartoons, end of the 30s, early 90s, mostly with Calvin and Hobbes, but there were these other good cartoon strips. Now you've like decimated newspapers, right? Because that's the other thing is that they were all in the newspapers. And now you don't read, nobody reads newspapers. Right, everyone just looks at memes anyway. Right. But if you go online, there's really good internet comic strips being written, and they're like playing with the format, right? Because you can make a comic strip and then have this panel actually be animated or something. Right. So I think that's cool, but what I don't know is do they make
1: any money off probably well there's that uh there's like uh it's like only fans but for artists i think a lot of comic people are on that yeah patreon Well, patreon pa- patreon yeah or whatever it's called yeah.
0: i don't know that'd be cool if there was one a patreon only fans is for porn
1: right for like uh yeah like People getting paid directly for webcam stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Taking, taking the. It's mostly porn. Mostly porn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But there should be like uh, uh, only fans for cartoonists. (laughs) Well, that's what I think Patreon is. Well, Patreon, well, maybe it's bigger than that because Patreon is like so and so has a blog and they can't get paid, so they go on Patreon. Right. And like, pay me five cents for my essay on Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who do comics on there.
0: Okay, cool. I, I would yeah. like get into that. I would pay for good comics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's interesting, the same thing, because we talk a lot, let's talk about baseball for a minute.
1: I mean, Patreon's probably got a ton of porn on it, too, let's be honest.
0: Right, but it's like, high class, like, you read, like, sexy stories in long format.
1: (laughs) Just, like, romance novels? Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, the reason I, I, like, follow some internet comics on Instagram or something, and they're always, like, or maybe I see them on, I see them on something. It's either Instagram or Reddit, and they're always like, oh, if you like this, check me out on Patreon.
0: Right. I think that's part of the thing though, is that if you want to try to make that business model successful, you always have to be like, here's the free content that I'm giving out for free. If you like it, subscribe to my Patreon. Right. So you're still giving away labor for free no matter what.
1: Right.
0: Um, Box scores. So we talk a lot about one thing about baseball is that it was designed to be delivered via newspaper. That's kind of right. Right. Radio, also. Like, how is baseball as an industry able to adapt to new media technologies? Because that's. Thing. you grab the newspaper it's 1991 you grab the newspaper you check the box scores right you grab you grab the newspaper out of the newspaper box you grab two pages the sports page and the funnies page you throw the rest of the newspaper away right you spend the rest of your afternoon looking at
1: box scores and reading the funny pages. yeah Probably not 91. I would have been quite young at that time.
0: No, that's right.
1: You would have been nine. What's that? You would have been like nine, eight or nine, right? Right. But I wouldn't have been looking at the box scores, probably.
0: Oh, really? When were you looking at the box? 94?
1: Yeah, maybe. I really used to like listening to baseball on the radio. Yeah. That was always my jam. But I, uh, you know, nowadays, because I work during the times that baseball games are on, because, you know, that's their geared poor chefs, you know, left behind. Yeah. <laughs> um so I actually still do consume a lot of my baseball via... A kind of newspaper format where i'll look at the box score and read a recap you know what i mean
0: right and of course like you can look at a box score and i on, love that yeah you can yeah. look at a box score on your phone i get that i understand that like i can go online and read a box score. but the newspaper as like a delivery for the box scores was like right you just yeah
1: I really like that a lot. Right. Right. Plus, you hate trees.
0: They they're recyclable. Newspapers are just super recyclable.
1: Not ninety-one. It wasn't. You sure about that? No. I I don't know. I bet
0: you that most newspapers in ninety-one were really recyclable. Okay. Well, let's change the fact that you
1: hate trees. Yeah, I hate
0: trees. Joel hates trees. Okay, Sam. I, I got involved in this argument on Twitter over the week, and I want to know... Nice.
1: You.
0: Okay. So, the White Sox, my baseball team, they got eliminated three games to one. Against right. The they won one game, game three, which is a fucking great game. Like, uh, they won game three against Houston. After the game, this guy, White Sox Dave, who works for Barstool Sports media empire right he like rolls up on actor john cusack who was uh, at the game was at the game and mm-hmm. yelling at john cusack that he's not allowed to be a white Sox fan because he's a cubs fan and you can't be a white Sox fan and a cubs fan right and john cusack comes back at white Sox dave and starts like naming players from the 1983 Chicago White Sox to like prove his bona fide fandom of the Chicago right, White Sox, which is kind of a weird flex. Like I get it, kind of a weird flex in my opinion. But you do you, John. Do that, and so everybody on the internet starts yelling about this, and then I jump in and start yelling about it. And my point is. Don't accost a stranger at a baseball game about their fandom.
1: Right? Right. Who are you to gatekeep being a fan?
0: Exactly. I totally agree with that. And leave John Cusack alone.
1: If John. Right. Well, no, I mean, like this guy was clearly trying to just get a little taste of fame. You know what I mean? Yes. There's no way that there was anything other than that. Like that guy doesn't give a shit. He's barstool sports. He's trying to like get internet famous for like a fucking half a quarter of a news cycle, you know? Yeah. And we're buying into that, I guess, But I still wouldn't have. Right. That. Well, I, the thing is, is, if I was John Cusack, I'd be like, "Fuck you! You're just what? trying to like get me so get some of what I have." Yes, and like, he didn't, go away. He said that later. I oh, wish yeah. he hadn't engaged with the guy at all. That would have right. Fun.
0: But he did engage with the guy, which is fine. However, I also don't think you should be a Cubs fan and a White Sox fan. But I think right. gonna, like
1: maybe he's me. just a big supporter of the city of Chicago.
0: That's what people say. But that's not like that's not what's happening. Like, he's not the mayor. Maybe the mayor can be like, I support all the teams of Chicago. But like, as a White Sox fan, I'm like, no, no, no. If I meet someone, if I'm at a cocktail party, not that I ever get to go to cocktail parties after COVID, but if I'm at a cocktail party, and someone's like, oh, I'm a fan of the Cubs and the White Sox, my thought is, Oh, so you're not actually a fan of the Cubs
1: or the White Sox, right? You're really not much of a baseball fan. Really
0: not, yeah. Exactly.
1: Or you're, or you're, a, or you're just a baseball fan from Chicago who's not really invested yes. in
0: exactly, yeah. Or
1: you're just a guy who likes to go to baseball games in Chicago. Yes, exactly, yeah, right, right. Well, the real question is, is if the Chicago White Sox are playing the chicago cubs which team is john cusack rooting for yeah that's a good point that's a very good point. you know that's the real question i think that you should probably ask him on twitter I will, oh. <coughs> well i will physically accost him yeah, yeah. or just find out which is where he is and just like get someone to record you go scream at him you know yeah. wait can you record me go scream yeah i will gladly do that <laughs> And I'll be like, "No, he's just trying to get famous." (laughs) But Uh, I, yeah, I, you know what? Exactly. If somebody, I have a friend who's like, "Well, I like the Yankees and I like the Red Sox." I'm like, "Well, you just don't get it, then. Like, you just don't get it." Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's fine. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Right. Also, all- he's kind of a con. He's probably just trying to like rile people up because that's the kind of guy he is, you he's know. To
0: rile you up. That <laughs> he is only trying to rile you up. <clears throat> okay, question though. How many folks, because Yankee, I, there was one idiot on Twitter who said that to me. I looked at the Yankees and the Red Sox, and I was like, that's even dumber than being a fan of the Cubs and the White Sox. Way dumber. Way dumber. Yeah. yeah. Way dumber. Yeah. Like, they're not the same city and they're division rivals. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, people are like, well, they're the same city and they're not in the same league. which I Right.
1: Like. But it's not. So you could be conceivably, you could like both of them.
0: Like, if you're a White Sox and a Blue's fan, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You should be a White Sox and a Blue's fan. Right. But, but no, can't be a, you. I, I don't want to say can't, because anybody can do whatever the fuck they stupid. Right. right. We're not trying to gatekeep We're stuff here. In here, it's just I'm gonna judge you if you're a White Sox and Cubs fan. Right. But how many folks do you know who are
1: Yankees and Mets fans? Nope. I don't know many Yankees or Mets fans, despite living in this city for so long. I know. <laughs> Wait, look. And I think we've talked about this in the podcast before. It's like, you know, in, in a city like Boston, people like the vast majority of people are invested in generally the Red Sox, but also the Celtics and the Patriots and the Bruins also. That's not the case here. I think there's probably, like, a lot more. Actually, I don't know if that's true. There's a lot of, a lot of people in the Bronx really like the Yankees. <clears throat> people in Brooklyn don't really give a shit, I don't think. Did Queens go for the Mets? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, probably. So the, Mets so. are not, like, the Mets aren't as big as the Yankees. Right, like, the-, right. The, like- and the Bronx is super small too. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like Queens is huge, and the yeah. Bronx is like small. What about population? Small. Okay, because Queens. I think the Bronx is second smallest right. after
0: Staten Island. If you go out into Queens, it starts getting kind of suburban, right? Yeah. yeah. But like Bronx, a lot of Bronx is really highly densely populated.
1: Mm, some parts.
0: Yeah,
1: true. And Brooklyn. You know, oh no, hold on. I think Brooklyn is the biggest population. Brooklyn and Manhattan probably is number one. Then Manhattan. Then no, sorry. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, really. Staten Island. Oh no, the Bronx. Then Staten Island.
0: Means has more than Manhattan,
1: really. Yep.
0: Okay. Can't live in an apartment building because they kick you out. I mean an office building. Uh, can't squat in the Empire State Building. Right. They kick you out. Um <clears throat> but the other thing, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, is that, you know, with Yankees Mets, it makes sense that they're more Yankees fans because they are the longer tenured, historically more successful franchise. Right. Right. Dodgers Angels, same thing. The Dodgers are the older team
1: and they're historically the more successful team. Right. Yeah. Dodgers came from Brooklyn, though, lest we forget.
0: Exactly. Giants
1: came from Manhattan, too, so. Right, and that's why they're still rivals. That's why they're still
0: rivals. Right, right. No, you can't have a – I was going to say, if you had a Yankees, Mets, Giants, Dodgers,
1: but three of them. World Series. (laughs) Round Robin brawl. Just all the players have to fight each other with their fists. Yes, (laughs) that'd be awesome. I think the Dodgers would still win that.
0: Yeah. 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 Don Carlos Sands, real big. Peter Yeah. But in Chicago, the two teams are literally equally old and equally as historically successful, which is neither is right.
1: They're, They're both bad. I think that the Mets would win in that, actually. I just feel like there's so much more anger there. Sure, but like underneath it, the surface. Like, can Baez and Lindor fight? Probably. I don't think Baez gets to fight in this one.
0: Baez doesn't get to fight in this no. one?
1: No.
0: Like, like Alonzo, he can lay a punch. Marcus Strowman,
1: like, <laughs> Yeah, Horayus Familia, you know? Yeah, you got some guys. That guy has just so much anger, I'm sure. Right, right, right. Okay. I like that. I could get a Michael Conforto, you know? Yeah. Michael. That guy's good wasting his career on the Mets. He's angry, you know. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. See, the thing
0: about the Yankees, and this is uh, this is true of their fighting skills and their baseball skills. They got two tall guys. Not even good guys. They just got two tall guys. And yep. if you're a tall guy, you can take on two short guys. Hypothetically. Eh. I guess. Stanton, I would not want to fight John Carlos
1: Stanton. Hey, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. To. You know what I'm saying? I, you, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like Marcus Stroman kneels down behind Giancarlo Stanton, and then Francisco Lindor pushes him backwards and he falls over, and then he's like on his back, waving his arms and legs like a beetle, you know?
0: And then Michael Conforto just stomps him
1: out. Right. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh my God, Michael Conforto, this was a friendly fight. You just killed Giancarlo Stanton. (laughs) <laughs> you just took it way too far, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, that guy.
1: <sighs> That's how it would go down. <laughs> someone, someone on the match would take it too far.
0: Robin, <laughs> <laughs> this is why this was a bad idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep.
0: okay Ooh, funny
1: okay
0: well that's been fun
1: Mm. (laughs) nothing to lose you know what i mean that's what they got is nothing to Uh, lose yeah that's the most dangerous right (laughs) dangerous opponent Nothing, nothing to lose nothing left to live for you know The man pushed to the brink. That's what the Mets are as an organization. (laughs) They're a a 36-man Charles Bronson, you know?
0: In Queens, didn't them In Queens. (laughs) Exactly. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a good B-block. Uh, did we forget anything we needed to talk
1: about, Sam? Mm. Go Red Sox. Go Red
0: Sox. Red Sox, Houston, and the ALCS tomorrow. Uh, t- it's Wednesday night where we're at, so we'll know tomorrow. Dodgers or Giants. Go Giants.
1: And then- Go Giants. Go Giants. I Go think- Red Sox. Go Red Sox. And- the Red Sox are going to win the World Series. Well, I don't know. I think they're going to beat the I think they're going to beat the Astros though. So.
0: Yeah, I hope they do. I I'll, do.
1: I believe they're going to beat the Astros.
0: I'll be rooting hard for them. And and again, uh, we need to go, but like the Braves and the Dodgers, I like these are two teams who are like oh, I like that guy. You know, I like right. that. I like Freddie Freeman. And then like I watch the games and I'm like I don't like this team. Right. Like, is it like, you know, Acuna? I don't know. Is Acuna hoot? Yeah, he's out. Who's the other? Oh, Ozzy Albies.
1: Ozzy Albies is good.
0: Yeah, like, oh. But
1: Acuna is like, he's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Which is why and I He's out. That they beat Milwaukee without him. Yeah, I don't care about Milwaukee. I realized that now, during oh, the so series.
0: You nice get on that bandwagon, I was disappointed that they lost. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this has been Dump on the um, the B Block. We talked about lots of good things. I'm really proud of this podcast right now. Uh, be sure to follow us on all your social media applications: Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, etc. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and a review and a subscription. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We didn't talk about all the video games I've played where I've gotten to the end boss and lost, and then and
1: then given up. And give it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs>